1: Get inspired and get connected. CannabisRadio.com presents... NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice begins now.
3: Hello, thanks for tuning in to NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice on Cannabis Radio. I'm your host, Bethany Moore, and I'm with the National Cannabis Industry Association. Today, my guest is Brendan Gillis. He is the CEO and founder of the company Vapor Slide who happened to be NCIA's 1,000th member in early 2017. So we definitely threw some confetti and celebrated about hitting that number of 1,000 member businesses. Of course, we've surpassed that. We're at almost 1,500 members now. Uh, But let's welcome Brendan to the show uh, and hear more about his company. Welcome to the show, Brendan. Hey, Bethany. Uh, Thank you so much for having me on. I really appreciate it. You're very welcome. Uh, So let's just jump right in and learn more about you. Can you tell me about your professional background before coming into the cannabis industry?
0: Uh, Yeah, definitely. Um, Well, before we do that, uh, Vapor Slide is a vaporizer technology company based in Denver, Colorado, and uh, we create new vaporizer designs. Uh, we make premium products as healthy. Hey, Brendan. Yep.
3: Um, I think you skipped to the third or fourth question. Um, because I asked about what your professional background was before coming to the cannabis industry. Oh, sure. Yeah. Uh, and, you, I was just, and you started uh, talking about vapor slides, so I, I don't sure, think that's yeah. going to flow well. Um, so if you could um, go back to uh, your the beginning of what you were going to say, um, the question is, tell me about your professional background before coming to the cannabis industry. Sure.
0: So before I was in the cannabis industry, Um, I actually started out uh, very young as a musician, and uh, I always have loved instruments and things like that, so I ended up being in a band for a number of years, and that transitioned into studio work, uh, where I became a total tech nerd on um, signal flow and building studios and sound design, um, wiring instruments and things like that, so I've always been kind of techie. Uh, and loved products and things. So in early 2013, I got involved uh, in the vaporizer uh, industry in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, I just started as a hobbyist, building mods and uh, doing designs and stuff like that as 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 a hobby, and just seeing what I could do. I loved the technology and I loved what uh, people were doing with it, and I was actually able to quit smoking cigarettes uh, from this. So Mm -hmm. then, so then in, um, uh, 2014, summer 2014, I found, uh, the opportunity in the cannabis industry. I met some people who were involved in the cannabis industry, um, talked to them about the opportunity and where the the businesses were going. I looked at their technology and I compared that to what we were doing in vaping and e-cigarettes. And, uh, I saw the opportunity. So I put together a, a team of people to build the first prototypes uh, of the product.
3: Gotcha. So, so now you have the company Vapor Slide, which is is this product that you can either use by itself or you can slide it into a a bong. Is that right?
0: Yeah. So we wanted to make a premium product, and we wanted to also differentiate ourselves. Uh, from the competition so our competitive advantage is that it's small handheld you can use it on the go or put it into any water pipe that you would like to enjoy
3: very clever I like it I don't think I've seen any other products like that out there so it sounds unique Um, so let's get more into the company itself Uh, how did the company launch and what what are you up to these days
0: yeah. Well, I met with the guys, you know, um, and we started producing this stuff. And like I said, I was pretty much a hobbyist, um, at the time, but then I really saw the opportunity in cannabis. So I launched by putting myself into $30,000 of credit card debt and, and, <laughs> and quitting my job. And, uh, it was a very high stress point in my life. Uh, I quit my job and we developed a product for about eight months And it came down to the wire uh, for Cannabis Cup, which was April 20th, 2015 in Colorado, was our big launch for our first product. And we got delayed by almost two months. So the only product that I had before Cannabis Cup was a few prototypes. So we actually got the whole order, had to set up our whole booth, get all of our inventory in. Um, When we got our inventory in, I really didn't even know how I was going to go about filling the cartridges uh, with the cannabis oil i I purchased. so it was quite an adventure. Um, but once we figured everything out, we opened up at the show. we had rave reviews. we were on um, uh, we got a ton of exposure and sold out of almost every product that we took to the show. So oh my, it was good. Um, yeah. then then, uh, later in twenty fifteen, I decided that you know we really needed more capital. Um, and I had to learn more about venture capital and fundraising and things like that. And uh, that's when we started uh, pitching for the ARC U Group. Um, we found out about NCIA and all this great stuff that you guys were doing and uh, moved the company from uh, Atlanta, Georgia to Denver, Colorado.
3: Okay. Wow. Going, going into debt, quitting your job – and taking such a huge risk and let's be real it's still federally illegal coming from a state that Georgia doesn't really have much going on in the way of a cannabis industry yet hopefully soon um wow that's incredible and i think that's a common story for for some people who saw the cannabis industry and wanted to be a part of it but had to kind of jump off of a cliff and grow wings on the way down in order to get here. Have you met people who are in your position who, you know, sold the farm in order to be part of the green rush, as it were?
0: Um, you know, I've met other people who definitely have gotten into this thing and risked and sacrificed a lot. Um, I haven't heard too many stories that are kind of as, Extreme is mine where, you know, everything that we have done to this point has been make or break, uh, so to speak. And, you know, I've just kind of learned to accept that and let things flow. And it always ends up working out for us. Um, you know, we were able to go from $30,000 of credit card debt, uh, only selling about 500 units in 2015, um, to raising $600,000 in, uh, 2016 and, you know, selling over 7,000 of our first product. And we just released our our new product as well. And we have two more products on the way. So we should have a line of three vaporizers by the end of 2018.
3: Wow. That's exciting. Um, so how many people are on your team right now? Uh, so we have five full-time
0: employees, including myself, um, and then we have a slew of hired guns that we go to uh, for anything from 3D CAD designs to um, me- mechanical engineers, uh, you know, electrical engineers, things like that, that help us with the projects until we launch the product. And then my team uh, is all sales, marketing, and finance folks.
3: Wow, that's great. Do you hope to expand to much bigger or you think you can pretty much stay the size you are for a while?
0: We're actually, uh, we actually just opened up a series A round of funding uh, in order to scale the company. So we're doing really well in all the markets that we're in. Uh, It's just going to take more marketing, education um, and, and things like that in the market. And really just getting these things into people's hands because once they try it, they love it. Um, so that's, that's what we're doing now.
3: Yeah, some, some launch parties, demo parties, things like that. We all love parties in the cannabis industry.
0: <laughs> yeah, we're actually uh, doing Cultivated Synergy tonight. So come and see us at 7, uh, seven to midnight, I think. We are. Uh, it's a full consumption event. Um, you have to RSVP on the Cultivated Synergy site. Yeah, that's a great event space, and we're. This is actually the official launch in Colorado. We launched at MJBiz in Vegas, and now tonight is uh, it's hitting the streets for the first time.
3: That's so exciting! By the time this episode airs, the party will be long past. But yeah, Cultivated Synergy is a really cool venue here in Denver that does host consumption-friendly events. Um, in and around the cannabis industry, bud tender celebration nights, things like that. So it's it's exciting that there's a space like that here for us. Um, so you moved from Georgia to Denver. How do you like living here in, in Denver in, in an adult legal state? Is it totally night and day from where you're from?
0: Uh, absolutely. You know, in Atlanta, I... You know, I've been consuming cannabis since I was a kid, but I quit for quite a few years and then, you know, just living in Atlanta and, and that type of lifestyle, it's just not really widely as, as accepted. Right. Um, so, so I quit consuming for, for quite a while. Um, then after I saw the opportunity in the business, uh, of course, you have to do a lot of product testing. So uh, I've built my company <laughs> quite a bit over the past few years. But when we were in Atlanta, we would test ninety uh, percent of the time with CBD liquids, and we actually closed a lot of accounts selling CBD. Um, in- okay. Uh, so yeah, like I said, at Cannabis Cup, in like we really hadn't even used or tried the product with cannabis oil, so it was very nerve wracking getting here, buying a bunch of oil, going to the booth, filling up all these things, like praying that they're going to work correctly you know um so it was an adventure for sure and i think co2 oil was only like a maybe a year old at that point
3: yeah it is it is an interesting uh new product i suppose everybody knew about thc and now cbd is is also an important part of the conversation as well i know i enjoy high cbd products they just make you feel so good um so that's that's fantastic. So the future is bright. Um, so we need to take a, a quick break here in just a minute uh, for some commercials, but we will be right back to talk more with Brendan Gillis of Vapor Slide. So please stay tuned. Don't go away. We'll be right back on NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice.
1: NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice will return once we give a voice to our sponsors.
2: Strainwise Consulting is the most sought-after consulting company for cannabis business applications and management contracts. We consulted on the first recreational license in the world and have had an over 95% success rate on applications submitted. The industry is growing at such an exponential rate that building a powerful and lasting cannabis business is a number one priority. Here's StrainWise's Sean Eubanks. In our first five years we branded and supported nine medical and recreational marijuana dispensaries and approximately hundred and sixty thousand square feet of sophisticated
0: and efficient product cultivation.
2: StrainWise Consulting has the experience and expertise to guide you through the process.
1: Get informed, get inspired, and get connected with more of NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice, only on CannabisRadio.com.
3: All right, we are back on NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Bethany Moore with the National Cannabis Industry Association. And my guest today is Brendan Gillis, and he is CEO and founder of the company Vapor Slide, an NCIA member, the 1,000th member, earlier in 2017. So Brendan, a, a product like Vapor Slide is for the consumer, which reminds us of the ongoing campaign for social use laws. So as we mentioned, you're based here in Colorado now, and Denver saw residents vote yes on the yes on 300 social use campaign, but there have been a lot of roadblocks to actually implementing that. Um, I still can't go to a bar or a restaurant and legally vaporize or consume cannabis in any way. What are your thoughts about that? Yeah, um, it's very difficult. You have to do complete
0: private events. You have to be invited. Every guest has to RSVP. Um, And it's just difficult to really promote your products, reach, you know, tourists and things like that without kind of a place where they can go and test and see So I think that we're moving in the right direction. We just passed initiative 300, but there are major roadblocks in the way uh, to being able to, you know, really make this happen. Uh, To this point, I'm not aware of any companies actually uh, applying for the licenses or getting the licenses. I know that none have been issued yet. And that's from, you know, these very, very strict regulations on location, um, where, you know, where you can put these places is very important. Uh, mm-hmm. You can't you can't be vertically integrated as a dispensary and have a consumption lounge. It has to be a totally separate entity at, on a separate property. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah.
0: Um, so, you know, there are definitely some roadblocks we're making progress, but it's you know, it's it's going, but slowly,
3: yeah, it's it's pretty frustrating. and I mean, trying to appeal to the public, um you know, people complain about, well, what I don't want a secondhand high if I'm not a consumer or it smells bad, uh, you know, like cigarettes, perhaps. Um, and then watching people do dabbing um with a big fire wielding torch is definitely not exactly sexy on the optics would you agree
0: absolutely that's part of the reason we wanted to to develop our product we wanted to help the industry with the stigma and uh the two points that you said the smell and then the look um you know we get rid of both of those things vaping Very little smell dissipates in seconds, and then we have created a harder-hitting vaporizer that gives you a dab-like effect. Wow. Cool. Yeah,
3: Yeah. so you mentioned stigma. Um, I mean, Attorney General Jeff Sessions thinks people who smoke marijuana are, quote, bad people. (laughs) Um, And, you know, that begs the question, are people who drink alcohol any better? I mean it 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 is an interesting conversation to be had, um, because well, there's the, the the stigma that existed from decades ago has morphed into almost like its own cartoon character, which doesn't even represent what a real cannabis consumer looks like or or is. so what what do you think about that? Right. You shouldn't say people who
0: use alcohol or use cannabis. It should be our drunk people. <laughs> more dangerous than high people. I mean, come on. This uh, alcohol kills more people than almost um, anything in the United States. It's one of the most dangerous drugs out there. Um, and you can go yep. into a bar and get as many drinks as you want. And the only thing uh, keeping you from getting too drunk and getting behind the wheel of a car is a, a, a bartender that has way too many patrons to even notice. You know. So I think in the future. That we should keep the alcohol and the marijuana separate. I know a lot of people are like, "Oh, we need bars with where you can go into a bar and then have like a section where you can consume cannabis." I'm not necessarily for that because the use uh, and com- combination of alcohol and marijuana can, you know, have more detrimental effects and could put even more of a, a negative spin on things. You know, um, if somebody gets Drunk and then gets high and then gets behind the wheel of a car. What are they going to blame that on? Uh, So I think it needs to be separated and you you know regulated in a safe area where patrons can come in and they can purchase what they want from a dispensary and then go in and consume.
3: I totally agree. It's it's been it's been great to uh, go in and be able to purchase cannabis and walk back out and it not be a big deal. Um, I do like the idea of being able to vape when I'm out at a concert or something, so I don't feel like, oh, I guess I'll just have another beer, uh, you know, maybe maybe I'd be satisfied with one beer and a little bit of vaping. Um, but, you know, we'll see what happens with that. It's it's a long journey, um, but there's definitely a lot of factors to consider because mixing cannabis and alcohol is, for most people, not a good combination. Um so, in, in addition to the, the public stigma, marketing in the cannabis industry is is also difficult as well. Um, it, so you're marketing a smoking device. So it's not like you're selling T-shirts or something. So what kind of issues are you facing in marketing? And advertising and getting the word out? You mentioned earlier, you need to be able to test the product when, you know, if you're doing face-to-face sales, but in the bigger scheme of marketing, what's going on there? It's extremely
0: challenging right now for us, um, because, you know, we've organically grown our Instagram to over uh, 11,000, and I think we just broke 10,000 on Twitter. Uh, that's been all organic, and I wish that I could put Posts, especially on Instagram. They have algorithms that won't allow you to engage uh, as many customers without paying. You know, mm-hmm. it's a model, but when they don't even let you pay to play, what do you do? You know, so um, that's that's something that I hope changes very soon. I would love to be able to social market correctly and really geo target these guys and do these kind of social marketing campaigns to sell my product. Um, that being said, we found that uh, you know digital advertising, banner ads, magazines, all that stuff works. But for a small company like mine, it's very expensive to get that in front of everybody. So we're focusing on in 2018 on giveaways. Uh, we're going to give away you know probably a few thousand of these vaporizers this year to bud tenders, social influencers, uh, people who can review it and have large followings, uh, organic followings on YouTube and stuff like that um, so that we can get the word out. So we don't have to rely on the bigger companies and pay them for, you know, the boost. Uh, Okay.
3: So, so giveaway, the idea with a giveaway is well, you give the product away, and then that person is so excited that they got this free product, they go tell all their friends, and they all want one too. I mean, that's kind of the idea. You you snowball because you've put the product into somebody's life, and they they uh, show it off. <laughs> and there's people online that
0: make money uh, from just being influencers. Their whole entire income comes from reviewing vaporizers and cannabis products, and, uh, and those people are the people with hundreds of thousands or, you know, millions of followers and people are subscribing every day because these people are there to educate and advocate for the plant, but also to show the cool new tech out there.
3: Wow, those Instagram influencers, I know exactly what you mean, fascinates me, truly. Um, yeah, I, the, the technology advancements is so interesting and everything we're doing to make it easier, on the consumer, giving them more high-tech products to use, cooler products. It is so fascinating to see the growth over the last few years um, with the legal cannabis industry growing as well. Uh, We need to take another uh, commercial break in just a minute here, Um, but when we come back, I want to talk more about ncia events coming up and how you'll be participating in them as well um so everybody stay tuned we'll be right back on ncia's cannabis industry voice
1: ncia's cannabis industry voice will return once we give a voice to our sponsors
2: one in as little as 4 weeks bringing co2 extraction to the masses learn more at apeksupercritical.com four week build excludes high production systems the smoke is rising and the next crop of podcasts devoted to cannabis providers and enthusiasts are ready to be harvested
1: Get informed, get inspired, and get connected with more of NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice, only on CannabisRadio.com.
3: All right, we are back on NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice, and we're finishing up our chat here with Brendan Gillis, who's the CEO and founder of Vapor Slide. Um, So as we wrap up the show here, let's talk about where we're going to see you and Vapor Slide in 2018. Uh, I am looking forward to our second Seed to Sale show, which is happening in Denver in February 2018. And, and we have an awards segment of our show where we give awards to the best and brightest, the most innovative products or companies in the industry. Um, so you are one of the nominees for one of the awards. And the voting period is actually happening right now. Um, So tell me about why you think you should win the award. I mean, go ahead, go for it. Tell me why Vapor Slide's the best.
0: So just innovating the product and coming from where we have come from, um, I think that, you know, we deserve the recognition, uh, just being that grassroots brand that came from a state of prohibition, now living the dream in Denver, Colorado. Um, it would really solidify our place in the industry and would be, uh, I'd be very grateful for something like this uh, to kind of show all the hard work that we have put out, you um, into into society and and the things that we're trying to do Uh, we constantly are improving our technology vaporizers are only cool for about six months so the stuff that we bring to market it takes 16 hour days you know seven days a week months at a time, you know, to, to launch new products. And we use our blood, sweat and tears and we put it into this industry. So I'm very grateful to be nominated for this award. And, uh, if I win, it would be, it would be a great honor.
3: That's awesome. Yeah. So those interested in voting, um, head to the website, wwwseed Um, and I believe the winners will be ultimately selected by, um, our board of directors and members and staff. Um, so it'll be fun. Last year, the awards were great to see. Um, so the winner gets an, a, a little trophy award to keep and uh, having to hold. Uh, so I look forward to seeing you at the Seed to sale show for sure. Were you able to attend that last year?
0: Yeah, we went uh, as a patron, um, got to see a lot of uh, you know folks that we see at other NCIA shows, um, this year, I believe we're going to do a booth at that show. Um, so come and see us there. And then we are definitely doing um, your uh, show in San Jose
3: that's coming up. Right. right. Yep. The Cannabis Business Summit and Expo. And I think this will be our fifth or sixth annual Cannabis Business Summit and Expo as well. And and they keep getting bigger every year. Um, But on the smaller side of NCIA events, we do have quarterly cannabis caucuses in, in several regions across the country. We're in eight regions in 2018. And those are free for NCIA members. And just 50 bucks for non members to attend. And you can learn more about that by heading to thecannabisindustry.org, which is NCIA's primary website, which you can learn about our advocacy work, our events, member blogs, all those fun things, and get more connected with the industry. Um, So I look forward to seeing you at the cannabis business summit and expo as well. That's fantastic. Um, so thanks again for being on the show. We have to wrap things up here, uh, but I just wanted to let you say goodbye to our audience for a moment before we close out.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's been really great being on the show. Thank you so much. Uh, it's an honor to be the thousandth NCIA member. You guys are doing fantastic things. Uh, 10 years ago, to look back and look at now. I never thought that we would be uh, so far, you know, we have a long way to go. It's definitely an uphill battle, but NCIA, um, does, you know, the things that we need done so that we can all enjoy the plant. So thank you.
3: Oh, well, thank you. It, it wouldn't be without the support of our members to be able to do this work as well. So thank you again. And thanks to you all for tuning into NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice on Cannabis Radio.